Wives should be kissed at herd. Welcome to episode 43 of Under the Call of MS. That's a little quote from the late great Stan Lee who passed away in 2018. And today it's actually from the Essential Fantastic Four, Volume 4. Uh, today we're going to be talking about a couple comics I picked up because they had the Stanley commemorative covers. Uh, there's no, no complete run or anything here. These are just a couple random comics I picked up. The first one is, of course, they're both from Marvel Comics. The first one is Weapon H, number 11. Uh, these all have a nice cover. Stan Lee, 1922 to 2018. Uh, header on the top of them. And then a couple pages in, you got a nice sketch of Stan Lee with commemoration. And Weapon H is like a Hulk Wolverine. Uh, mix-up character that I've talked about in the past. I don't know if I did on here or not, but on the other podcast, and I really fell into liking this character. So I was happy to see that he has a longer ongoing run, which I'm going to have to look into getting some more issues from. But let's let you know more about this. Intending to build... The perfect killing machine, the Weapon X program, transformed an ordinary soldier into a Hulk Wolverine hybrid, complete with nanotech, adamantium in his skeleton, gamma energy in his blood, and healing abilities. But the mysterious soldier, known only as Clayton, has had enough of death. They tried to create a weapon. Instead, they created the most dangerous hero on the planet. In a violent encounter with the Roxxon Corporation, Weapon H accidentally broke open a portal to Weird World and released bloodthirsty, shape-shifting aliens known as Skrulldoggers. Teaming up with Captain America, Weapon H stopped the initial assault. When Roxxon CEO Dario Agar then asked Clay to rescue his trapped employees on Weird World, they refused until Captain America asked him to be his soldier on the inside. With Clay's wife Sonia and former Roxxon character Dr. Ella Sterling running mission control back on Earth, Weapon H led a team into Weird World. There they discovered Roxxon had imprisoned and were tor- torturously extracting energy from Weird World's queen the sorceress Morgan Le Fay, the only person capable of controlling the Skrulldoggers. When Roxxon's lead scientist, Dr. Carrie Espinoza, tried to convince Clay that Morgan's imprisonment was justified, Morgan used her powers to reveal that Angel, the contractor Agar, had installed on Clay's team, was actually the Black Widow in disguise sent by Captain America to keep an eye on Clay. The revelation sent Weapon H over the edge. He freed Morgan, and in return, she put him under her thrall. This basically catches up where 
Morgan has control of Weapon H, and there's a bunch of other creatures that she's sending in, and Man Thing in here fighting with Weapon H, you had Black Widow trying to control him and settle him down. His wife tries to control him from the command center. And like I said, this is in the center of a storyline, so I didn't get to read the beginning couple stories, so I don't want to give away the ends of the stories. But Weapon H is a fun character. Uh, anything with adamantium, I'm into following those characters. He has his anger issues, but that's part of his hulking ability, too. So, if you like anything like that, Hulk, Wolverine, stuff like that, you're sure to like this character. And yeah, I want to get some more. Basically, get the beginning of this run and see how it starts out and goes and see how far deep it goes, how many issues they have overall. And these, of course, came out in 2018 after Stanley passed. Then the other one that I picked up is Black Panther versus Deadpool number three. As a nice uh, jack-o'-lantern character in flames on the cover with Deadpool and Black Panther in attack. Same thing with the Stanley sketch and the commemorate commemoration. All right, Black Panther versus Deadpool. After the Fantastic Four's beloved mailman Willie Lumpkin was accidentally injured. During a fight between the occasionally heroic mercenary Deadpool and supervillain, the Wrecker, Deadpool traveled to Wakanda to obtain an inch-long piece of vibranium that could save Willie's life. But Black Panther refused to hand one of the world's most precious resources to a known murderer, and a fight ensued. Using a new, new technology called Star Cells, Artificial healing bio-nanites that may even have the power to cure death itself. Black Panther shot off Deadpool's arm, neutralizing the cancer that allows his flesh to regrow, and dumped him outside Wakanda. But Deadpool saved a dying zebra from poachers by attacking its head to his by attaching its head to his star-celled armstone and returned. After another fight, the Black Panther agreed to return Deadpool's arm. But before Deadpool could convince him to hand over some vibranium, they were interrupted by the invasion of yet another true unruly North American, the murderous jack-o'-lantern, hijacked and blew up a private plane, and he just jumped ship above Wakanda airspace. And this is part three of five, a mutual threat. So basically, you're in the middle of the storyline with this one. You basically get to see what's up, how the Jack Lantern became, came to be in here. You get to see the zebra <laughs> that Deadpool <laughs> saved. He's 
basically Deadpool's hanging out with it and stuff. But yeah, the Black Panther, very angry. <laughs> doesn't doesn't particularly care for Deadpool's actions and lifestyle. And as they're arguing and conflicting, that's when the Jack O' Lantern appears and causes a bunch of problems. Uh, takes out a bunch of other animals and stuff and stick the sickle right in the top of Deadpool's head. So Deadpool's kind of like more brain dead or, than normal. Uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Again, another series that I'm going to have to look into. This is a basically the beginning storyline apparently since it's issue three number three and it's part of a part three of a run of five so not sure if the whole run altogether was only five issues could have been a little mini series but i will have to check into it and pick up the other ones all right multiple sclerosis talk today let's Get in the controlling spasticity. Feel better and move more easily with the right treatments. Story that I'm getting this from is by Lori DeMilto. See sign symptoms. About 80% of people with MS have spasticity which ranges from mild to severe spasticity is caused by damage to the nerves that control impulses to the muscles. This makes too many muscles contract at the same time. Spasticity can cause painful, uncontrollable spasms of the legs where it is most common, or sometimes the arms. It can also cause pain or tightness in and around the joint and lower back pain. People report heavy, achy, and very tight limbs. For each person, and even for the same person at different times, spasticity feels different. Spasticity can fluctuate considerably based upon position, sitting versus standing versus walking, time of day, level of fatigue, infections, and body temperature. Lack of movement can also worsen spasticity. Even unpleasant sensations such as a full bladder or full bowel can worsen spasticity, as can anything that can constricts the limbs, such as a cast or brace. It's helpful to track when spasticity occurs, how intense it is, and the activities in the environment just before the spasticity occurred. Spasticity can affect a person's ability to fluidly move his or her limbs, which can interfere with everything from putting on a shirt, walking, showering, or driving. Getting early treatment. With the right treatment, spasticity can be controlled. Getting help early is important because untreated spasticity can lead to serious problems including contractures and pressure, pressure sores, 
which in turn can make spasticity worse. Contractures are different than the involuntarily contractions in mus muscles, spasms, which are temporary. Contractures are the result of months or years of severe spasticity. Shorten the muscles around a joint and make them so tight that they don't move and the joint becomes locked or immobilized. And lead to permanent disability. Pressure sores occur in the skin when someone is unable to shift his or her weight. One possible consequence of spasticity, irritation, or pain from pressure sores or other unpleasant sensations can trigger spasticity. Most people need physical and or occupational therapy and medications to control spasticity. The best treatments differ for each person. A doctor, physical therapist, occupational therapist, and the person living with MS often work together to find the best way to relieve symptoms and continue doing everyday tasks. Relaxing muscles. Treatment usually starts with physical therapy, changes in daily activities, and sometimes occupational therapy. Medications are added if these strategies don't help enough. Stretching to lengthen the muscles is a key part of therapy. Modified yoga positions, when they include controlled breathing and meditation, can also help relax the muscles. So it's best to work with an instructor who has experience with MS or other neuromuscular conditions. Baclofen, a medication that relaxes muscles via the central nervous system, is the most common medication for spasticity. Doctors usually suggest a pump when moderate to severe spasticity isn't well controlled on pills or when side effects like drowsiness, dizziness, weakness, nausea, and headache are too pronounced. Much more of the medication reaches the spinal cord with the pump than with pills. The less is needed. The results in fewer, this results in fewer side effects. The pump which is surgically implanted in the abdomen, delivers liquid baclofen into the spinal fluid through a catheter in the spine. It is controllable for most people and doesn't hamper movement. The pump is programmed to continuously release baclofen and deliver the right amount at the right time for each person. And like I've mentioned in the past, I've been put on baclofen and I went from couple pills a day to three to five pills a day and then at one point he had me up to if I need it take up to nine pill baclofen a day and it's like I didn't want to do it because it makes no sense to me that I'm putting that many of a single pill into my system and it's just sitting building up rotting in my stomach and doing little or no effect for my issues. My spasticity today is pretty, everything's locked and uh, severely painful just from sitting on a lawnmower.
and it's just weird how I just sit down a lot more bouncing around and stuff. Your body can end up in so much pain afterwards. It makes no sense. And then, of course, the day before that, trying to do some tree trimming, I couldn't even get two bushes halfway done, and my arms gave out. The legs are starting to give out. <clears throat> Fun with all the body pains, but the different medications, I still have yet to find something that helps with any of it. But you can try it, and I... I'd be interested in using the pump system, try that route, see if it actually helps by getting the exact item into the right areas and stuff and see if that would work. But every seven years, the pump needs to be replaced when the battery wears out. Another reason to go back to the hospital every five years, get probed every seven years, get your pump replaced. Uh, yeah, every year get your MRIs. You also can use Botox, botulinum toxin shots, which can relieve spasticity in individual muscles. If you have areas that are just don't have it all over or whatever, and you just got certain areas, that would be a good option. After getting the shots, uh, you may have. Mild flu-like symptoms and soreness for a day or so. Then your spasticity may get better for up to six weeks. In some people, the relief can last up to three months. Botox and stretching exercises together can lengthen muscles even after the medication wears off. Therapeutic massage, which helps some people with spasticity. Physical therapists can also do massages. Medical forms of cannabis that are available by prescription, oral cannabis extracts, or OCEs, known by the brand names Marinol and Sesamet, have been shown to lessen both people's reported symptoms of spasticity and pain from spasticity, according to the American Academy of Neurology. Medical marijuana is only legal in some states, so be sure to check your state's laws or ask your f physician whether it is legal. It is a legal option for you. And I know they did mention earlier in the year that there's a, supposed to be a country for the United States, a countrywide one-to-one CBD THC. Uh, can't remember if it was a spray of oil. Or pill or what it was. It's supposed to roll out before the end of the year. And I'm hoping we get to see some results with that. Let to keep an eye out. Changing positions, activities, and home, both physical and occupational therapists. Just ways to reduce spasticity through positioning. Changes to daily activities and home modifications. Sleeping flat on the back causes spasticity. For example, a therapist might suggest lying on one side, perhaps with the hips and knees bent, with a pillow between the knees. 
therapist may recommend changes to activities and the home for people whose spasticity makes it hard to reach for things. Such modifications can be can range from using a sock aid, a long-handled shoehorn that helps people who can't reach their feet to put on socks, or installing a shower grab bar to remodeling a kitchen so counters and shelves are lower. Well, shower grab bars are pretty handy. Uh, <clears throat> I picked up a longer one. That didn't fit my shower decent. And then I got a couple of 11 and a half inches, and I mounted those so I could actually put my feet up on them and stuff like that. And if you have certain insurances, like I mentioned before, you get that uh, over-the-counter uh, bonus where, like with Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield, I get $75 every three months to use on medications, assisted devices, urinary aids, anything like that. Uh, they, have, they even have stuff for smokers and stuff like that in there to stop smoking. Uh, I've noticed as the years go on, they have more items available. So I'm guessing you get different tiers as you go on. Yeah, that's a good thing to check out. And then uh, I'm just doing this podcast on Wednesday, so I can release it tomorrow morning. So it'll be released while I'm at my neurologist to go over. I got to bring in all my CPAP stuff, and he wants to go over that, but. Hopefully, we'll actually discuss something that I care about. <laughs> if we can do something with pain or fatigue or figure out what's going on with my medications since they still have yet to get my Ocrefis set up. And when I call the companies that I'm supposed to call, they say they don't know what's going on yet. Tell me to look into things. So I look into what they tell me to and Definitely get no answers. So. Find out with that, but the way it's looking, even if I go through them with my Ocrevus, I'm going to have to go to a place that's like an hour or so away, hour to hour and a half away. And I don't really want to set myself up for that. Then I have to deal with winter issues if I have an infusion in the middle of winter or something. But we'll see. I really like to get on try to sabri since he told me got me all excited about how it's supposed to help with pain and fatigue a little bit but we'll see i just might have to change back to my old neurologist assistant or check out some other neurologist that's in the old freighter network again so I can get back to doing my medications 15 minutes for me instead of an hour and a half for me and stuff like that. It wasn't so bad when you had someone to go with you but you had no idea how you're going to feel after the 8 hour infusion with the steroids and everything else they stuff in your body the 
It's like the back of or not back is it back of I can't remember whatever the it's not back of it's uh ah, who knows, I can't think of it right now. But the one injection instantly makes you sleepy, then they give you the steroids and then it gives you the boost and sometimes they don't do nothing, sometimes they kick your butt, but it was nicer when I had the wife to be able to go to my appointments with me and stuff, but don't have that anymore now that she's working six days a week and they have no backup, so she can't exactly plan to take a day to go with me to an appointment. And with today's COVID stuff, you're lucky if you're even allowed anybody in there. It's, I was very surprised that my wife was able to come and sit in my room during the colonoscopy. Whereas everybody else I hear, they got to sit outside the hospital and wait on their loved ones or whoever. Basically can't go in. But, but yeah, if you're looking for a little non-meat meal and you're into beans here's a little recipe for lentil tacos and it's using a lettuce wrap style but you can also use like corn-free or gluten-free tortillas instead if you wanted a little bit hearty but uh their basic ingredients for theirs is and this is one I haven't tried yet, but I'm going to try the next couple of weeks. I got all the ingredients. But it's one cup diced onion, half a cup vegetable broth, one cup diced mushrooms, four cloves of garlic, minced, three cups of cooked lentils, one teaspoon poultry seasoning, a half a teaspoon chili powder, one teaspoon cumin, half a teaspoon paprika, half a teaspoon teaspoon chipotle powder, quarter teaspoon honey or maple syrup is optional. And this time of year, and at least in Wisconsin, it's you can get some really good homemade maple syrup and honey, actually. Uh, half teaspoon sea salt, which I like to use the Himalayan sea salt. Quarter teaspoon cayenne, which is optional if you want extra heat. And two heads of romaine or butter lettuce. I I don't have much luck with the romaine lettuce with doing wraps. I, the butter lettuce works out nice. It ends up like a little cup. Basically saute the onion in two tablespoons of vegetable broth over medium-high heat for approximately five minutes until tender. Usually they'll start to get translucent and stuff. When they're done, continue to add vegetable broth by the spoonful as needed to prevent sticking. Add the mushrooms, garlic, lentils, poultry seasoning, cumin, paprika, chipotle, honey, and sea salt to the saute pan. If spiciness is desired, add the cayenne as well. Continue to cook everything over a medium-high heat for five minutes or until the mushrooms are tender and cooked through. Serve the lentil mixture in individual romaine leaves as taco shells and top with any or all of the optional toppings. Brown or green lentils work best for this recipe. Prepare one cup 
of dried lentils according to the directions on the packaging. Makes three servings. That's something that I'm interested in trying out. We've been enjoying like our all bean chili and stuff that we make without meat. I've given you a recipe for that before and stuff. So I want to try other different things out that are more vegetarian style or I don't know what the rules are, vegetarian, vegan, whatever. But yeah, check that out if you're looking for a non-meat meal, something a little healthier. And that's it for today. We're running out of time, so have a great week. And we'll get back to you after I see a neurologist, or next time you'll see me, it will be at least on Sunday for the Sunday Comics.